Welcome to Real Moms 2 Podcast. Let's face it, nothing will test you more than the moment you become a mother. Yes, that includes stepmoms, adoptive moms, foster moms, all moms. Believe me, we know. Being a mom can be one of your greatest joys and your biggest headache. This podcast is two real moms discussing real life issues and situations we face throughout motherhood. Expect to laugh and cry. But most importantly... Expect to relate. Because if you're nothing else in life, you're a real mom too. Hey, Missia, how you been? Hey, Alana, how are you? I'm doing good. Welcome, everyone, to episode six. Numero six. Six. Did I say that right? Six. To our Latina mamas out there, madres, mothers. Okay. (laughs) Or not a say. Okay. All right, anyway. That sounds Cuban. (laughs) Look. Okay. We just want to welcome you all to this episode, and we hope you enjoy. Um, so just in general, how you been, though? Mm, today's been a long day, but, you know, I'm hanging in there. Yeah, yeah, I walked in the booth, and she was looking all sad and now. But I feel like the fall, winter does that. Ohio is, like, horrible when it comes to, uh, it's just gloomy. The The sun hardly ever comes out. I mean, I it was just, out today. It just goes down really, really early. early. Really early. Probably like... 5.30, it was going down. Yeah. Basement. <laughs> yeah. That's where the sun goes to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> but how's everybody going? Elliot doing good? St. Elliot's doing good. Um, she was cranky when I was trying to leave her today. So. Aw, she missed some mammal. So maybe, or maybe she knew I was just having a long day and she was like, don't leave me, mommy. I need to make you feel better. (laughs) Well, I have a fun little story. Okay. So, um, sometimes the kids like to do a question of the day. Okay. And apparently last week I was at dance practice, but apparently last week Zoe was like, let's do a question of the day. So her question was, what is your favorite holiday? And Tyson's like, I can't think of one. And Daddy says Thanksgiving because it's my birthday. It's around his birthday every year. And guess what Zoe said? What did she say? She said Father's Day. Oh, Father's Day. I was like, that's so cute. That means she must have really wanted to tell you guys that because she brought it up. I know, right? But she told, he asked her, why Father's Day? And she said because she likes to give. Um, no, she said because of you. Oh. That's what she told him. And then she said, and I like to give you gifts. That's so sweet. Thug tears made, falling. Thug my, my tears so falling out my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, so that was the one little cute thing. Okay. And then the other cute thing is today I read at her school. And I knew Aww. I was coming. So I was like, Zoe, you know, we'll be at your school on Monday to read. And we still haven't got that whole bonus mommy, step mommy thing down. Mm-hmm. And so I never know exactly what makes her comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, Zoe, like, do you want me to say stepmommy or bonus mommy? And she's like, well, like, when I'm introducing myself, she's like, bonus mommy. I was like, okay, cool, cool. And then I said, well, do you want me to say, call you my bonus daughter or my daughter? And she was like, just daughter. Aww. Like, mommy wins. Like, those are wins for me. Yes, those I love mommy wins. wins We've me. been having a lot of mommy wins lately. I have. I have, and I try to put them on my social media, which is Rosalana Parks, play on words. No, my name is not Rosalana. It's just Alana, but yeah, play on words, yeah. I had a mommy win this weekend. What was that? 
we took our Christmas photos already. I saw that little sneak peek with your little beret. Is I will that say beret? it's November, the first week of November, and I'm already done. Done. So are, just is she going to like she, make the card for you, or you got to do all nah, of that? I'm just going to pick the picture and order the cards. Where are you going to order them from? Walgreens is actually legit. They I've have never, like a lot of little I've never templates. ordered them from there. I usually order them from Shutterfly. Okay, Shutterfly be having I usually, the freebies too. They usually too. give you the discounts on if you order a certain amount. Mm-hmm. So I usually do that. Um, yeah, so I did that. And normally I take them the week before, before Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I know, right? Look, it be like that. When you got a whole family, you do what you can do. You know? Yeah. And mommy brain is real. You know, you don't always just have mommy brain during pregnancy. It happens forever. As long as them kids in that house, mommy brain is it's in, I it's feel like mommy brain might not ever go away even after they get out of the house. <laughs> like, once you get it, you can't get rid of it. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what I feel like. Hopefully not, though. All right. So now that your favorite holiday is over... Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about fall fun? Fall is trash. I'm just kidding. Dang, but seriously, when you when you think about it, over. at least here in Ohio, it's so cold. Even if the pumpkin patch had pumpkins still, yeah. it's too cold to be out there to pick them. Same First with apples. Today it wasn't cold, but... This is true, but again, there's no apples to pick. There's no pumpkins to pick. Everything is dead. You're getting ready for Thanksgiving. That's what you're doing. Only thing I'm getting ready for Thanksgiving is just trying to figure out who we stand with at home, <laughs> and do I have to cook anything? <laughs> no, though I do have like a little fall fun fave that I do like to do before Thanksgiving, and I hope this is not offensive either. But <laughs> I, t- I feel like I just offend people. It's it's not on purpose. But anyway, we make little cake teepees. I do cake batter inside of a um a um ice cream cone. Okay. And you bake them, and then you flip it upside down, like oh. a teepee, and then you put oh, pretzel like sticks little, at the top, and they can decorate them however they want. And the kids really like it, and they taste the bomb. Oh, okay. The bomb.com. But it's I just like really a little fun know. activity to do. Do we still do Native Americans and pilgrims in schools for Thanksgiving? I hope not. I don't think so. Ugh. Eh. Yeah, I don't think so. But, I mean, Thanksgiving is a big holiday in my family. It's one of the only holidays I get to see my dad's side of the family. Okay. My granny had 15 brothers and sisters. Whoa. And she is the only one left. And so, at first, we weren't planning to go um, home for Thanksgiving, but she's been sick. My other grandmother's been sick. So, I'm like, I just want to spend time with them. I don't get to see them often. Sounds good. And this is just a good holiday. Uh, we always get together. I mean, my my family's so big. We usually have to, like, rent a church out. Wow. And use the fellowship hall of the wow. church. Because no one's house is big enough to fit That's all those fancy. people. Yeah, and people come from Mississippi, Kentucky, um, here, Ohio, that's Indiana, Cali, Kansas. Yeah, it's a big deal in my family. And every Thanksgiving evening, right after we eat, we go. Well, people like to shop now. They kind of messing up our tradition since they want to start opening up the dang on stores early. Always thirsty <laughs> for some money, and y'all thirsty for some deals. <laughs> but anyway, we usually go bowling. Oh, okay, that's fun. Like a fun. So you're not tradition. a. I've been seeing on social media the. 
And now that Halloween is over, do not play your Christmas music. You're not one of those people, are you? No, I'm not. I still want to keep my fall decorations up as long as possible. First off, I love orange. That's my favorite color. Okay. So I just want to keep the decorations up as long as I can. Okay. But so when do you normally decorate since you're like, no, Christmas is mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving? Um, in a perfect world, like if we don't go out of town, I like to do it the day after Thanksgiving. Dang, you waste no time. Well, my husband is off. <laughs> so you <laughs> the can kids help don't with have the school. Yeah, and um, it's just like a, it's just a, it's one of those things. If you wait too long, that then you're true. like, man, ain't no point even putting it up there now. There have been years where I waited so late that I was embarrassed. I mean, it goes really quick. Days before Christmas, we put the tree. (laughs) That don't make no sense. I just, I don't know. It goes. I mean, it goes so quickly. But we was at the bus stop waiting on Tyson, and Raylan's like, "Look, they have Christmas up already." These people in my neighborhood then already put up their Christmas lights. So is Thanksgiving a lost? holiday like it's just a forgotten holiday for people now do you think Look, not in my family how thanksgiving is i'm gonna say halloween thanksgiving i think is like a big deal you know i think it like at least it is off the halloween the halloween what the heck <laughs> <laughs> i think it kicks off the holiday season for me it does but i think in general like overall people really don't care that much about thanksgiving Mm-mm. i think it's a family girl by family, Girl. but overall, I think people are like, let's just let's you go really eat. think that I think people don't care about, about Thanksgiving like they used to. Man, you don't be seeing those funny memes on black Twitter about Thanksgiving. Oh my do, gosh, they I are so funny. I don't, I think it's just funny. I don't know if people really look, I look saw forward to Thanksgiving like they do Christmas. Girl, look, some dressing, some greens, some fried. Have you ever had a fried turkey? Mm. Um, I have mm. before, but my I mother's don't macaroni really eat and them cheese because mm. they are a fire hazard. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, because most times they're fried in peanut oil, and I'm allergic to nuts. So. You know what? This is off topic, but how about I went to the doctor, and you know that they tell me I was allergic to peanuts. <laughs> I'm like, lady, I just had a Reese's two days ago on Halloween. Well, that's like artificial peanut butter, but. I don't care. I'm I, not not going to eat peanut butter. Well, I mean, well, from someone that has allergies, and we should definitely talk about this on one of the next episodes, but the more you're exposed, the, more, the worse it gets. So you probably are in the very beginning of stages. Like, I've been dealing with this my whole life. It did not get understand. that bad until I got to college. She was like, I thought the more you expose them, this was it's supposed no, to help. The more you're exposed and have reactions, the worse it gets over time. Man, she got me messed up, though. I actually really like peanut How butter. How was it her fault that you're allergic? Because I don't think, I think they lying. I'm like, do the test what again. Is it, what does it benefit them? I don't know. Okay. You know, anyway. they just want to waste my time. I'm like, I'm freaking 29. And, you go, and she's like, you are highly allergic to peanuts. I was like, you can get out of here with that mess. I just planned a cookie decorating party with my friend. And we were going to make Buckeye cookies well you need to that involves peanuts guys you need to let it let it go it's it's done it's over yeah (laughs) but no the christmas music you're right though some people are like let's turn it on right now let me get my lights out yeah i like to wait until after thanksgiving personally though 
Yeah, I'm not that person. I mean, Christmas music is great, but it makes me think of Christmas. I'm really not here for skipping over Thanksgiving because I like to eat. Green, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) You name it. I really just lately, now that I'm older, I try to enjoy each moment. Yeah. Like as a kid, oh yeah, forget Thanksgiving. I I want Christmas to come because I want some Mm -mm. gifts. But the reason why I say that is because we eat almost the same thing at Christmas. We do too. We do. Yeah. The food didn't really matter. It's just like I get double. No. Yeah. And now that we have a restaurant, we eat greens and mac and cheese more than I've ever ate it in my entire life. I used to wait till Thanksgiving or Christmas to eat like greens and mac and cheese. And now that we have a restaurant, we eat that already. So. Hmm. Well, tell us, you know, are you guys over Thanksgiving? Is it a waste of time? Are y'all not giving thanks? And you just trying to give and get? For Halloween, I mean, I keep, I mean, I must really you got my really mind like on Halloween. Halloween. That's all you keep talking Look, about. Look, it was about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But what you're saying is, let us know what you think. Is, is Thanksgiving a forgotten holiday? Are we just skipping to Christmas? Let us know. At Real Moms T-O-O. So, see ya. I was on the book, the Facebook. On the book. And I saw this goofy article. It really wasn't goofy, but it was it's different. I saw this article about lawnmower parents. You ever heard of one of those? Is that how it sounds? Like a lawnmower? Look, I don't know what the parent sounds like, but it was about parents. You remember the whole the term helicopter parent? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they have a new term called a lawnmower parent. Okay, what do they do? They basically like cut down situations or issues or problems that your children may face down to the point where they don't have to deal with them. They do it for them, kind of. Oh, okay. So let me tell you the story in the article. It was written by a teacher. I think I might have seen it. Go ahead, though. You you know what? I think I did send it to you. I sent it to you. Okay. Okay, yeah. So that article, right? I want to tell my listeners, our listeners about it, y'all. Okay, go ahead. So it was about this teacher. The teacher wrote it, and she was saying how she was in class, and she got a ping from the front office saying that she needed to come pick up something from one of her students that a parent had dropped it off so she gladly went to went down to the office you know thinking it was some homework an inhaler something very very important do y'all <laughs> want to know what the child forgot at home that she had her dad leave his job he was in his three-piece suit i'm just kidding. i don't know if it was a three-piece suit but he was in his suit came to that school to drop off a drum roll please Is that a, a good fancy a fancy pantsy water bottle. A water bottle. <laughs> a water bottle. I do remember bottle. the story about, it's like a regular water bottle, but it was like one yeah. that you could buy from the store. Like a little filter. I guess it had like a filter on it. Anyway, though, girl, the teacher was pissed. And when you really, really think about it, this teacher has left her classroom unattended to um, stop teaching to come to the office for what was told, you know, so she's thinking it's something super important. And then the, the parent had some, I think he said something like, well, she said she needed it. She kept oh, texting we me. We're going to really have to talk about this because this is just this trifling. Why, this is why kids don't need phones in school. Now, let me stop. I don't want to be that <laughs> old my, school. The better question is, is where the heck is her dad leaving from that he had time to come bring her a water bottle? 
But more importantly, why did you feel like you needed to bring it? And she said she needed it. Yeah, you know, see, that's the thing. Like, me, we are, again, y'all know, our kids are five, three, and one. And I really do push that with them. Like, do you need it or do you just want it? Be careful with the words you use. Because need, need is desire. You know, you can't live without it. That's what I mean. When I hear that word, need, you know. A want versus a need. You are (laughs) wasting my time. You're wasting your teacher's time. You're wasting the classroom time. I couldn't believe it, but I know parents do those type of things all the time. We definitely need it. Yes. You cannot. Once you start doing things like that and then you're making it okay. Because I think in the article, now that I'm remembering what it was, I think he kind of just laughed it off like, oh, you know, kind of like teenagers. (laughs) You know those teenagers. Um, Excuse me, sir. No, what's wrong with you? That it's okay. And if she's a teenager, um, excuse me. She's about to be a full-grown adult. Look, and people be telling me I'm tough on my kids. But Tyson, look, the little boy, come home again without a hat. Come home again without your gloves. <laughs> come home again without a jacket. You gonna be cold this winter. <laughs> I'm not about to keep buying stuff. You are old enough that you need to... You. This is the thing. Tyson would be two and three when he was going to the daycare, and he was very adamant. I want to take my toy. I want to take my toy. And when it was time to leave, that little boy got that toy. That is true. He was not leaving that toy in the cubby because she wouldn't let him take the toy to play. He had to leave it in the cubby, which means he didn't necessarily see it when it was time to leave. So Mm -hmm. if you can remember a dang toy at age two and three, at five, I, I believe you can remember your gloves and your hat. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think the bigger thing that comes from this is, like, what are you teaching your kid by doing these types of things for them? Yeah, yeah. And then what message does that send to other people who are watching you do these kind of things? So I know that teacher was like, what the heck is going on? Like, is this real life? (laughs) (laughs) I think she said she gave him, like, this look, like, and, like, kind of brushed it off sarcastically, sarcastically, like, yeah, I, I have that water bottle, too. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he even says I'm like, Yeah, actually do the water fountains not work there or what? Like, uh they work. They're just not good enough for her. Clearly. And he just laughed it off and came. That mm-hmm. is sad. But so I guess the important thing to think about is what the heck are you teaching them? Like then, life like, lessons. What kind of like parenting do you want to do? Because then that makes me think about, like, before I had Elliot, I would think, like, this is the kind of parent I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to approach it. And then when she came, some of those things changed. They do. Because of time. Because in my mind, it just made more sense to do it differently. Or I just really didn't... Some things just weren't as important to me as I thought they would be. And then vice versa. Like, some other things were way more important than I thought. You know, And they were, like, on the bottom of the totem pole before I had her. I think, too, a lot of things. One thing I think that plays a huge role of in it all is fear. Oh, yeah. And just being afraid to let your kid blossom, really. Because yeah. you're like, well, if I don't do this, then that might right. happen. And right. the what-ifs and the worry starts to settle in. Yeah, it's it's a... It's a parenting, I mean... I honestly feel like, though, the best thing about parenting is it challenges you in ways that you don't 
even know we're our challenge. Yeah, that's true. Um, Parenting has, I mean, and, and okay, let me just rewind. Life has caused us to parent in ways that we didn't know we were going to have to parent. Yeah. It has caused us to have conversations that we had no idea we would be having this early. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about, we're coming up on the anniversary of my husband's brother um, passed away. He was murdered last year. And I remember having to have that conversation with the kids about their uncle, yeah. you know, dying. And, like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, we talked about in episode five or four, excuse me, um, about sex. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of parents are looking at me like, you talking to your kid about sex? And he's five years old. And I'm like, I actually started talking to him at two mm-hmm. and using that word. But the society we live in has caused me to step out of my comfort zone and try to really prepare them for life because they're not going to be kids forever. Yeah, and I think there's this fine line between wanting to protect them and then wanting to shelter them. Oh, my gosh. Say it again, see you. Okay, okay. There is this fine line between wanting to protect them and wanting to shelter them. Thank that that's profound. It really is. Thank you. Thank you very much. It, Thank no, you. seriously. It's really <laughs> profound because you know, I love us millennials. You know, we we could be some very innovative people and and we know we kind of try to look at life from a different scope, but at the same time, we do some stupid yeah. stuff. And we think we know everything. We think we know everything. And I'm just like, man, you just got to cut the umbilical cord. <laughs> I feel like major pain sometimes. I kind of want to oh, say, goodness. if you don't pop that titty <laughs> out his mouth. <laughs> that was my movie growing oh, up. But, you know, we are so afraid that we shelter our kids from things that they they are going to deal with. Yeah, You know, I mean... And I so one couple that my son grew up around, they well not necessarily grew up around them, but um, at daycare, um, one of the kids had two moms. Mm-hmm. So we again a conversation that we ended up having to have a lot earlier than we thought yeah. we were going to have to have. But for us, for me and Realis, we actually try to look at things with the glass half full, and it really made the conversations easier for us because it was like okay, you know. Yeah. It wasn't like we we just try to keep making that seem so taboo because it's life. People are different. People are going to be raised different than you. They're going to have different beliefs than you. So we want you to be accepting of people and not yeah. judge them or not treat them any differently because of whatever the case. But like back to this lawnmower parent and helicopter parent, you know, when you're trying to shelter your kids, because I really see, at least with my friends, a lot of my Christian friends. I hate to say it, but a lot of my Christian friends. Are the scariest ones. And by scary, you mean? They're like, well, I don't want them to know about this. And I don't want them to see that. And well, if he sees me change while I'm, am I, am I promoting sex because he sees me change? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, back it up. I think we're thinking a little bit yeah. too deep. He's a well, baby. The and- problem is most times people don't talk, tell you about this part of parenting. Yeah. It's just you have the baby. They grow up, that's it. <laughs> and, you know, I think back in the day, parents used to let life teach the kids. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to go outside and play. 
Oh, yeah, you're going to realize, true. oh, maybe I shouldn't run out in the middle of the street because I almost got hit by a car. Well, I think, too, then you had the village. Your neighbors were yeah. allowed to tell your kids what to do. Your community, if they saw your kid doing something bad, they were like, oh, I'm going to tell your mom. But they might say something to you so you don't get in trouble. And then the next yeah. time, yeah. they would tell your parent or something. And I think now society is, to some extent, a little bit more individualized like this is my house this is my family this is what we're gonna do i don't care mm, what you do people don't true. even that's sometimes notice their neighbors don't even know what their neighbor's name is they don't yeah. know like who lives across the street what they do how many kids they have like i think sometimes when you like make your community so small it's hard to learn and if you don't have you can only learn by experience and someone telling you sometimes when you're wrong or when Mm -hmm. you're not doing something right. I mean, we talk about it. It's accountability. At church all the time, especially recently with the last, um, what was it? Campaign. We did a campaign at our church called 40 Days of Community. So it definitely just talks about connecting with people outside of your circle. Yeah, and and that too says not just people that are like you. Like different walks of Mm -hmm. life, different ages, different socioeconomic status, different backgrounds different religions different sex mm-hmm. like th- when you do that then you learn more about yourself yeah and then you can learn more about others and then you know okay these are the things that i want to implement in my life not just so close-minded that you can't see beyond your four walls and it reminds me of what you spoke about in episode five actually you mentioned exposure yeah and exposing your kids as early as possible but i think what I was saying is I think exposure to some people is like if I expose them if I expose them to this I am going to ruin their innocence depending yeah. you know and you there's a fine line obviously right yeah. you know on and you do have to use your judgment but that village thing is that that's real and me and realists were really intentional this year about strengthening strengthening our village mm-hmm. and being readily available for yeah. other people yeah. because we went we did that we were trying to do this thing by ourselves and we were miserable yeah. i was miserable <laughs> it's not easy when you do that i was miserable and when you do that you i think you miss out on some good lessons some good tips some good advice yes and, and you, you isolate yourself yeah isolation is not healthy no. We were Especially meant to be with, the, with people, you when know? you have other, like, kids and, and different situations, you need other people to help you, hold you accountable, to support you, to lift yes. you up, keep mm-hmm. you encouraged. I Man, know. I went through, I went through postpartum depression, and it didn't even hit me until about six months after Raylan was about six months old. I had no idea what was wow. going on. And, of course, it was those good old winter months. Yeah. Where we don't have any sunlight. It's cold. I wasn't getting out the house. I worked from home. I was literally by myself all the time. You know, I had wow. dance and things, but it was just like that one thing. So after Raylan, now I know the signs, now I know the triggers, mm-hmm. but that village is is needed. And one thing I really love about taking Tyson to the bus stop now is it allows me to meet my neighbors. Yeah. I walk down the street. I'm, even if I don't know their name, I'm waving yeah, at them. recognize them. them. Yeah, yeah, and they recognize me. 
and that's, that's really more, and now my kids are doing it you know like they like just saying just speaking to people yeah i know growing up we knew all our neighbors now i feel like it's so rare that people know who lives next door to them you it's can have hard. a freaking ex-murderer next door and you wouldn't, wouldn't even, even know. know because people just don't even communicate with each other like some people don't even let their kids go outside they're just like no it's not safe and i i granted crime is like tricky sometimes like it can yeah. be like worse depending on the community or, or better depending on the community but i think social media has made people think that it's a much scarier place now when it probably was the same it's just we that just we didn't, didn't know have, about it yeah you yeah, couldn't so it's kind of hard it. to tell mm-hmm. what is really yeah what's a threat was yeah, not versus because not a threat i think now you're like you're seeing more and too like we were younger back then so yeah our perspective on life was different than now that we have kids like we're like oh, i never heard of that but our parents probably just were like you know yeah innocent and live your life which is fine but now that we're older we're like oh my god so many scary things are happening kids are getting kidnapped kids been getting kidnapped since forever forever so just look moses i'm just kidding he wasn't kidnapped i mean it's different now like sometimes you you do have to be careful depending on the community like they know they can't always just walk down the street by themselves but i think if we start doing that connected thing again i think it might be a little bit better for our kids and then you know you build better relationships you learn how to communicate you build better relationships um and it it kind of starts to hold everyone more accountable because it's like okay you knew my son and you saw what happened and you didn't say anything you should feel bad now you know what i mean but before if you don't know that kid you're like well mm, oh well but if you have even just a smidget of a relationship with them it makes all the difference in the world but I'm reminded that, you know, we're raising adults. We're raising yeah. our children to be adults one day. That is true. Which makes me, which go back to the article, like, the teacher, I wonder if she even gave the girl the water bottle. Like, Man, I would have probably been up on some petty stuff. I'd have been like, I ain't giving you nothing. Like, your dad brought this butt. Like, I wonder what she did after the situation. Like, that to me. Is... I mean, look, I would have wanted to throw that water bottle in the trash. <laughs> I don't so, know what happened. Lost it. Must crazy. have lost it. I don't know. So there's other parents that we just learned about. That yeah. We did not even Y'all, know it's existed. a whole list. And I know parents do not like to be put into a box. Do not label me. But we thought these were kind of funny and interesting. So go ahead, see. I'll let you go. Okay, so to refresh on the helicopter parents, um, it says that they tend to, like, hover over their children, and this can continue from, like, infancy all the way to child to um, college, and it says that they tend to like be over involved and assess all risks trying to prevent their child from developing certain mm. skills almost and this was like a more 90s type of parenting style i could see that my mom had a hard time when me and my brother left for college which i think any parent would yeah. right yeah but yeah she to this day you know i'm 29 my brother is 35 i believe and Whenever we talk to her, she's like, I'll, I'll always worry about y'all. I'm like, why are you worried about, <laughs> like, we are, we are doing pretty pretty darn well. Like, neither one of us ever been locked up. Like, we weren't kids that got in trouble or any of that. I'm like, why are you still worried about us? Like, yeah, you might think about us, but to be worried about us, like, that concerns me, ma'am. Like, we're fine. <laughs> we're doing good. I think it's natural for parents to always worry, but, yeah. I no. No. Okay, so we have more. So there's the tiger parent. And I think some people might be familiar with this term. I ain't never heard of this one. Okay. So that is 
The Tiger Parent is known for putting excellence in academics and carefully chosen extracurricular activities above leisure time. These parents are authoritative and have high expectations. This is a tough love parenting where children are expected to respond to challenges. Yes, so I haven't heard of this one. So I watch a couple TV shows and the... Um, it's like this talk show called The Real, and one of the co-hosts, Jeannie Mai, is Asian, and she said tiger parents are very popular in the Asian culture, because oh, they yeah. want them to succeed academically, and like fun and stuff is not always mm. like the most important thing. So far, it sounds like between lawnmower and tiger and helicopter, I'm more of a tiger parent so far, but... <laughs> I don't think you're that much of a type. But I'm right, right. I'm about to say I'm I, maybe I'm orange, but I ain't got all my stripes. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because academic, I, I was telling Rilis this the other day, earlier today actually. Is like I have this expectation for Tyson because I know he can do certain things, and then he gets into these little modes where he don't want to do it, and it drives me up a wall. Because I'm like, yeah. I know you can do this. That's true. You got to believe in yourself. But that's not authoritative. Like, almost so much that, like, when you hear people talk about tiger parents, they don't sometimes, the, the connection of, like, love and uh, attention, they right. don't really feel that. This, You know what, this is, this is pretty weird, but I've been reading a book called Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. and, like, man, this was a tiger parent. These people were tiger parents, okay? Really? Yeah. Yes, and it was all about... Succeed. It's, it was more so they wanted them to be successful. But let's say as a woman, right? Mm-hmm. You could have had all those accolades, but it was more important for you to marry somebody with even better accolades. Oh wow! So yeah, but I mean, it was just always so like, like a dreams, status thing. Maybe if you had and, dreams and goals that probably wasn't important if you didn't. Man, have you could have had a doctorate ac- degree. Academics. Yes, and <laughs> if you, yeah, it was just it was interesting. I loved the book. I really did. I just finished it today. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take me long at all. <laughs> Yes, my name is Alana, and I am addicted to audible books. She is. <laughs> Audiobooks. What are the other ones? Let me see. We got Elephant Parent. Okay, what is that? A close to opposite of tiger parenting as possible. As close to opposite of tiger parenting as possible. These parents value emotional security and connection. Independent sleeping may not occur during the <laughs> zero to five oh, years. Oh, my goodness. These parents seek not to raise their voices Ooh. and value encouragement over academic or athletic success. Oh, my goodness. Girl, that is not me. <laughs> that is far from me. But I know these parents, and they drive me I've up seen, a wall. I was about to say, I've seen these parents like, no, my baby can stay in the bed with me forever. Like, No. You no. are not about to be five years old kicking me in my face Look, and out of my bed. Raylan was up pissed at us crying because I was like, you got to get out my bed. I don't care where you go, but it's not going to be in this bed. So she was crying. like I'm like, bye. I would like to be the parent who seeks not to raise their voice. <laughs> but still, like, again, that's not. Re- this is the issue with that, though. Because the first time somebody raises their voice at they you, you immediately think it's confrontational, mm-hmm. and you be ready to cry. You get offended as if like in defensive. That's the issue: the defensiveness. Like, you probably how have dare you raise your voice at me? Like, maybe everything hurts your feelings. You think? Yeah, I mean, because we tell Tyson and Raylan and, and our kids this all the time that people are going to get angry. That is you true. are going to get angry, and guess what? It's normal. <laughs> like, I think people. People, these type of parents make you feel like you are not allowed to be angry. And oh, how dare, yeah, how dare you I get mad? That is a child. 
you should have more control. Oh, well, if I got to repeat myself five times, I'm going to be pissed. I don't <laughs> care if you're one or 50. I don't want to have to repeat myself more than two times. Like, this is ridiculous. I have heard of these parents. Oh, yeah, gosh. those probably annoy me the most. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay, so we have dolphin parents. Oh, my you gosh. Who with... came up with these names? It's a lot of animals, by the way. So they just think parents, animals? Look, I got it. <laughs> Okay. Shimmy Kang writes in The Dolphin Way, a parent's guide to raising happy, healthy, and motivated kids without turning into a tiger. Okay. That these parents seek collaboration, flexibility, and balance. This parent is further defined by the acronym P-O-D. P for play and exploration, O for others, and D for downtime, which includes rest, exercise, and sleep. Okay. That sounds like a pretty good pair. I'm, I'm going to choose this one. This, this is the flexible. Yes, it's pretty balanced. I mean, this, I would say this sounds like me too. I'm going to choose this one. I'm probably lying to myself, but I'm going to choose this one because this sounds the best so far. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So play, exploration. Ooh. The exploration part. That's the part. You'd be Alana, like, look, look, you know me. I'm like, get stop. out the dirt we now. Need to, we need to come to Jesus right now. Exploration. Look. That's that. Because it's this little patch on the sidewalk when we're waiting on Tyson like that the uh, sidewalk is just crumbled. It's just jacked up. Like, it's crumbled up, and Raylan always want to play in the rocks. I'm like, leave them rocks alone. You're getting dusty. I was about to say. You know? And I know this parent, the dolphin parent, parent would be like, they're learning. A play, a moving child is a playing child. Okay. A moving Not child that, is a learning child. I don't child. think they're going that far, because I feel like I do that with Elliot. It's just some stuff we're not doing, like. You can Girl. get, I mean, as long as I can clean you up. Well, it depends on what it is. Cause yeah, if you right. Dress cute, you didn't even I'm want not... her to feed herself. You was like, I do oh, she go. Feed well, I remember in the beginning of you were like, well, she's going to get really dirty. No, you're not about to do it when <laughs> I got somewhere to go. We gonna, I'm going to feed you. we going to eat and we're going to go. <laughs> now, we about to be home. I'll take all your clothes off and you can feed yourself. She can't get that. Not that like, onesie ain't getting no, dirty. I'm sorry. No, we got somewhere to be. Let me feed you real quick. That, I mean, old, now that she older, she she always feeds herself. But look, but that that feeding thing, look, that's a whole nother episode. It was okay. in the beginning. I'm like, I can't know. But I'm here for this other. So I'm assuming that means like playing and interacting with others. I think it's just being around other people okay. or caring about other people. Yeah. I'm here for that. And downtime. Yes, oh, yeah. Jesus. Downtime is huge in our family. Like, people be like, you still make Tyson take a nap? At this point, he is five. So I said, once he hits kindergarten, you don't necessarily have to take a nap. But it will be quiet time in this house. So you better pick up a book, a color draw. I don't care. But you need to be quiet and you need to be away from me. Well, the thing that I like about that is because sometimes it frustrates me when parents um, try to always have something for their kid to do. Yeah, they don't know how to be bored. At some time, then they get exhausted. And kids these days already have issues with, like, attention spans because of technology and being on phones. And, like, Mm -hmm. even the way videos are edited now makes their brains think and move faster because the edits are shorter and more images are shown in a little time span. It's like a whole thing about yeah, see, that. But. Remember, yeah, I know Sia knows really random I facts, and that would be a random facts. one. That yeah. is random, but it's just because, okay, so back then, if you go watch cartoons from our age, this is a this is a little tad bit, tidbit note. So if you go watch cartoons from, like, Rugrats or Arthur. If I you, love Arthur. Okay, so pay attention to how it's 
you watch it, like, the cuts and the edits are much slower than okay. cartoons now. Okay. All and right. that just shows you that... Um, you had time to marinate. Yeah, and, so, and it was think slower, it. so your brain's not moving as fast because the yeah. images aren't going as fast. Now, in those same 30 seconds, it might be double the images, and you just I don't see even... what you're saying. So then your attention span yeah. is, like, less. Like you, I get it. So when you're not doing that type of yeah. activity... Then you're focused, like, why is it like I'm bored? So What's going yes. on? I need, I'm, I mean, they get antsy, yes, girl. Because Tyson hates quiet time <laughs> with a passion, but I really do think it's important because I had read an article years ago about another teacher wrote an article saying kids don't know how to be bored, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, some <laughs> no offense to you parents out here who are doing it educationally with your kids but he was like you know some of y'all all happy that your two and three year old can read but guess what they don't know how to share <laughs> they don't know how to work with other kids yeah they don't know that uh one is enough if i tell you only get one no don't keep asking me for four and right. five and then he said they don't know how to be bored they always want to be entertained and i'm like nope we're gonna nip that in the bud yeah, so and, quiet time is important in our house and you sh- i mean Think about it. Adults struggle with we do finding time to just be in our own thoughts, be by ourselves, not doing something. Mm-hmm. You know what we do now? Pick up our phones. Yep, and scroll. And we have no scroll. idea how to deal with our own thoughts. And that's how some people like get anxiety. That even gets some like mental health issues because we don't know how to sit down, relax, and do nothing. Yes. Yeah, so, it's a good way to teach them self care at an early age. It really is. So we what's have another one? What's another one? Attachment parent. Attachment parents, let me get my reading voice. Attachment parents desire close contact between baby and caregiver through baby wearing, breastfeeding, and co sleeping. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I already know where this is going. These parents use natural closeness rather than the clock to determine their baby's needs. Parents also emphasize role modeling and positive discipline by using praise and rewards for good behavior and loss of privileges for poor behavior. Okay, I got a comment on this. Okay. <laughs> Girl, now this is my daddy coming out. And yes, I say daddy. daddy. I didn't know I said daddy until I moved here. <laughs> they were like, you mean daddy? I'm like, that sounds so sexual. I'm going to stick with daddy. You need to get your butt together. <laughs> daddy. My so dad sexual. was like, he always just raised us that you don't get rewarded for doing the right thing. Oh, that gets into a whole thing Look. about them participation trophies oh i hate those i'm so competitive too so i really don't like those at all i'm like no no you did not win i mean we just played top golf yesterday and you saw how i was like yeah, i had the top are. score and i don't even need y'all to acknowledge it i need to acknowledge it for myself <laughs> because yes but i i am a firmer believer in this because when you really think about it and this goes back to you, you know, how we were raised. Go to college, get the good grades, and you're going to land a great job. And you're going to have the bomb house you always wanted. And you're just going to have this amazing life. And you realize that is not the case. That's not you true. can do everything right, and it will not fall in the way yeah. you thought it was supposed to go. So I think attachment parents, if this is you, you have to be a little careful with this because you are setting your kid up for failure. And when they fail, oh, and they will, it's going to be massive yeah but on the other side i'm okay with rewarding for good behavior just not all the time sometimes you are this is just how you're supposed to be like you're not gonna get candy for cleaning your room you're supposed to clean your room there's some things you're supposed to do 
So I think there there needs to just be a balance. But the the beginning part, the closeness, and we co sleep and we baby wear all the time. Those people sometimes <laughs> drive me crazy. <laughs> you're wrapping your baby room. Like, make sure you're supporting your head. Like, but but baby wearing is it's look, great. I it will is, say, like, but I'm saying, like, you're five years old. Get off of me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I could not imagine. Tyson is so heavy. I couldn't imagine trying to carry his big old self. Have, and I used to laugh at these parents, too, before baby Ram was big. It was them stroller parents. I'm like, why is that big old kid in that stroller? If you don't get up and walk. That's because they didn't want to chase their kids. And no, no, no. <laughs> you see how tall my son is, too. Be five years old in a stroller. <laughs> five years old in the stroller. They legs be dragging. Shoes off. Dragging. <laughs> They can't fit. They too big. But I think there are some parts of the attachment pair that I it's feel like cool. we've done. Uh, I've done all of this. Cold, I really sleep, have. Cold sleeping. The, even the baby wearing, though. Natural because, like, closeness cause rather baby than wearing, clock. In the beginning, there is no clock. Cause. There is definitely no clock. <laughs> I honestly feel like I still don't have a clock. Um, can y'all help me? But I, I am 17 months in and she's still nursing. We're going to do a whole episode on how to help you. Please, we I need it. help. I need, I you need, need a, medical attention. You need to detach. Look, need it's it. not me though. I'm, it's can we put attached baby? Okay, <laughs> the attachment baby. I'm not an attachment parent. She's the attachment baby. But I do want to mention baby wearing because I had no idea how dope it was until I had Azora. And I was kind of like, I can't believe it took me three years to realize I could actually cook and clean. No, it really is. I mean, just you, by wearing this baby. in the beginning. It's so good in the Man. beginning if you can. Cause Look, you, you can will get this. so much more done if you put that baby up on you. I'm like, this is Because in the beginning, they do need closeness. Yeah. I just feel like after a certain age... You need to learn some independence because well, I'm not you got to be careful be with that there. age thing, man. It's just it really is a maturity thing. That, I can, yeah, that's true. Well, I know my child; she's very independent, yeah, so no, she don't. Elliot, she will stiff arm Elliot me. Elliot don't want to be close. carried, you know. That's <laughs> like, how my kids are you know, too. She'll they stiff arm like me. That. Like, okay, back up, mommy. I, know. I remember Tyson was two, and I was like, mwah, mwah, mwah. he was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? <laughs> This isn't supposed to happen until you're like 12. Right. Here we are. Two, maybe if we was attachment parents, we wouldn't be dealing with our little <laughs> nine close caring kids. I our care. kids be like, bye. Yeah. Except for Raylan. Raylan loves men. That's kind of creepy for me. I noticed that. Like, if it's a man, she'll go to him and she'll just lay her head on his shoulder. I'm like, uh, awkward. Bag it up, little girl. He grown. Oh, he married. So the last one is the free-range parent. It says that these parents allow their kids to walk to school or nearby playground alone. Young children may be allowed to ride public transportation or shop alone. Oh, wow. Free-range parents believe this freedom promotes independence and self-reliance, but it's not without... It's not been without controversy, as others have seen it as dangerous and neglectful. So this makes me think of latchkey kids back in the day. No, this is not no latchkey kid. yes, because... Latchkey... Do you know what latchkey is? No, yes. No, yes. I was like, do (laughs) you or not? I was was about to say, no. No, I think it does, because I think those kids' parents weren't home. Because they had to work. Yes, but that's why I think that these are free range parenting. No, 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 no. You had no choice, so it just you. Not like you chose it, but they no was choice. at school supervised. A free range parent would have said, "Oh, 
Don't it's no it's okay that I'm not at home. Just go ahead and go. That's what a free range parent would have did. I don't think so. Girl, latchkey is for parents who don't get up until later, so they have a program for them to stay at home. I mean, stay at school either earlier or later. I feel like a free range no. parent would have been like. Oh, you're fine, little Timmy. Just go ahead and go home, and the the food is in the oven. And make your own food and just do you. I thought like the old back in the day latch key was like you had the key latched to you so you could get in the house. Oh my gosh, you are so drove. No, that is not what a latch. That's not what the latch no. key program is. I mean, it's a program, but it wasn't a program back then. Yes, it was. No. Yes, it was. Look at you. You had a whole misconception. Yes, latchkey is for kids who parents, they don't have anybody to watch them at home, so they stay at school. Then why? why? Oh, okay, well, whatever. Girl, you're going to be using the program because school starts at 9, 30, 9 o'clock and gets out at 3.30. Somebody, one of y'all going to be using it at least for some days. Probably. So you've been talking about them latchkey kids all no, your I life. Ha- I haven't actually. I just that's what I always thought it was. But you're right. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So, but this is funny though because some free range parents. Let's see. Let me think. Let me think. I don't know about. So I have been trying to let Tyson uh, like uh, 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 break it back. It oh. says a child who is at home without the do- without adult supervision for some part of the day, especially after school until a parent returns home from work. So the program was designed for those um, kids that don't. Get... Told you that okay. was my car screeching in the street. You was trying to do it like a Jamie Foxx on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 So that's she why the, the program me. is for those kids. I can't stand Google typically. people like that. Just want to Google. You just gotta I prove knew, you I wrong. Knew I wasn't tripping. See, well, I didn't, okay. thank you, listeners, for supporting me because I know y'all was like, mm-mm, Alana, no, that's not I it. I mean, low-key, we were both right because Latchkey is a program for It's kids. for those kids that typically are at home by themselves because their parents can't be home. Well, shout out to, you know, public education for making sure y'all got Latchkey <laughs> programs for those Latchkey kids. Yes. But this is not a free-range parent still. I still think they fall in that because they're mm-hmm. like... They you have no choice. Look, that's not a free range. These parents have a choice. Free range parents are like. It says they I, allow their kids though. Girl, that is not the same. It's one thing when you really don't have a choice and this is like a, you don't have a choice. Okay. For instance, I'll give you an example. Realist. Realist probably was a latchkey kid. His mother worked late evenings, so mm-hmm. he did have to be at home. But the woman wouldn't even let him go trick-or-treating. Oh, you know what I mean? That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she ain't have a choice well, with work. I think maybe like half the latchkey parents were free range parents because at some point you have to you you kind of were like, well, you stay at home by yourself. You could go to the park by yourself. You could. I, I stayed Hopefully, at home by myself yeah. in fifth grade till my mom got home from work. I walked home by myself at third grade. People, um, but the thing is, people do not do that now. My neighbors, the school, the high school, elementary school, and middle school is right behind my house. Do you know what they do? Their kids ride the bus, and then their parents in the car at the bus stop to pick them up. When they literally could just walk home, I could see the school from my house. Girl, no. Look, (laughs) I even have gotten to the point where I start, I don't walk as far. with like, Or, for instance, if I'm running, we running late, I tell Tyson, just go, and we'll meet you at the stop. And that way, at least the bus will see him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, maybe I'm a free-range parent, girl, because I'd be like, look, you know better. You need to look both ways. Because, again, yeah, I know. I, okay. I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I might You're be a little, a little hybrid. Everything. I'm a hybrid, y'all. 
I think most, in general, I think most people are hybrids. I think it depends on the age of the child. I think sometimes people change based on the gender of the child. Oh, that's a big one. I think sometimes it depends on, like, where you are financially. Mm -hmm. So you could be a hybrid, but I think whatever you are, we're not judging you. Well, it depends on which one you are. She, we, we probably have definitely offended some of y'all. Um, but, but you know what? I'm not we, in denial that I haven't been some of some of these. All of yeah, this a little bit point. of earth thing. You know what I mean? But I think that you have to choose what works for your family. But you also have to re- remember that we're raising adults, not children. Yeah, and they're not gonna be in your home forever. And eventually. What do you, like, want your child to be as an adult? Like, that's the key thing. Like, do you want them to stay leaning in your on basement? you forever? <laughs> <laughs> Calling you when they do made a mistake? Do you want them to be dependent on you forever? Or do you want them to learn to be self-sufficient and then hopefully be even better parents than you were? Like, the goal to yeah. me is to, like, raise her well enough that she could be a very productive adult and then hopefully be even an even better parent than I was like a better person yeah. a better person than I was yeah I, I, the best quote I saw was don't raise your kids to have more than you raise them to be more than you amen because that's one thing that drives me crazy too I know we ain't got no special title for you parents out there that like to give y'all kids everything have everything but look dollars. y'all gotta chill <laughs> You need to some chill. Some people spend like two grand on Look, Christmas little, time, little... for some parents, I'm like, y'all are crazy. Or they can't wait till that income tax check comes because they about to, they going to splurge on their yeah, kids. Yeah, and I think that's where you start teaching. Because you may just be feeling guilty on your on your yeah. own. And your your kids love you regardless. Man, when I tell you, they, they ask for those things and things. But, you know, but they really don't care. It's all about your time. They want yeah. to spend time with you. Yeah. And, but again, like we mentioned earlier, they want to spend time with other people too. So yes. the, the village is real, making making sure you spend time with other people. You know, come on, moms. Come on, dads. Yes. Yeah, I have to. We have to cut the umbilical cord sometimes. <laughs> we really do. Seriously, we have to relax because one thing I always preach is I can't be a good mom if I'm not good to me. Amen. I have to be good that to me so first. True. If I can't be good to me, I can't be a good mommy. I can't be a good wife. Yeah. I can't be a good person. And if you're overcompensating as a parent, then what does that do, say about you? Like, sometimes I think, like, the reason we're overcompensating, it has nothing to do with our kids. It has everything to do with us. Everything. So, like, don't Whether try it's, to make sometimes it Sometimes, too, it's probably, like, your own childhood traumas. Yeah. You... Like, you know, your parent wasn't there. Your parent didn't do whatever. So you like, I'm going to make sure my kid have this. I'm going to make sure my kid does this. And sometimes kids just need you to just be you, you yeah. know. And let that other stuff go. Don't carry that baggage into parenting. Yeah. And if you it, are, if, you find, if you're listening to, listening to this and you're saying, you know what, I might be carrying that baggage. Go get help. I see yeah. counselor. I love therapists. They are awesome. And let your village help you and if you don't have one we're your voice village <laughs> <laughs> listen to the mic <laughs> we're here for support not here to tear you down we're just here to help and share our experience we don't have all the answers but hopefully you learned something today and you had a couple laughs yeah <laughs> and you yes. enjoyed this episode and let us know on our social media what kind of parent you think you are we want real answers we clearly have claimed a couple of yeah. Already. 
I'm a hybrid. Even ones that we're not proud of. <laughs> so definitely share with us and let us know what you think about these parenting um, styles and how you think you can improve if you are one that you don't really like. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely let us know on our social media. Um, yeah. So thanks for listening to episode six. Yep. Thank you. Don't forget to tune in to the next episode. Like, share, comment, and follow us on social media at Real Moms 2. That's T O O, not T W O, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.